What's up, everybody? Ryan Satin here. Yes, I'm in your podcast feed a little bit early. Let me explain to you why I'm not going to be home tonight for the SmackDown Roundup. I am going to be at away. I'm going to be away for my younger sister's wedding. Yes, you're saying, Ryan, you were just away for your younger sister's wedding. Well, yes, I was. This is one of my other younger sisters. I have three younger sisters and two out of three booked their weddings on the same day as WWE pay-per-views. <laughs> I mean, I'm very excited and I'm very proud to see my younger sister get married this weekend. But there's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening in Extreme Rules. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to Extreme Rules. And I'll watch it right after. Don't worry, I'll watch it from from uh from the house my mom's house afterwards so we'll be good don't worry i'll be watching it you're gonna get all of my thoughts but going forward i will be doing more post show podcasts it's just i haven't been able to because i've had family business to attend to and i'm trying my best to be a good brother to everybody so don't give me crap for not being available during two big pay-per-view weekends it won't happen again just like it hadn't happened in like 10 years prior. So I will be <laughs> I will be doing stuff after pay-per-views in the podcast feed going forward. But please understand, had to be a good brother this weekend. Now, before we get to my extreme rules predictions, I first want to give a little bit of love to the people who have left reviews for the show on Apple Podcasts. I think that's the only place where you can actually leave a written review and I like to give a little bit of love to those of you who show love to this show because I put a lot of work into it. So I want to make sure that you guys know that your comments are being seen. First, Nate's my the. I think I said that right. Uh, that's the that that seems to be it. It's just a confusing name, but but Nate's my. Oh no. <laughs> Nate Smith. Nate my the Nate Smith. God, I sound stupid. Oh, I've had so much on my mind for this wedding and preparing for things. Nate Smith. <laughs> oh man, I almost want to go back and start over, but no. Nate Smith says an awesome podcast for the W for the busy WWE fan. Five stars. As an adult who works until 8 and sometimes later. I don't always get to catch Raw or SmackDown. Ryan's 30-minute recaps are perfect on my ride to work. His interviews are great, too, giving us inside info behind the characters on our TV every week. We met Ryan at WrestleMania in Dallas, and he couldn't have been a nicer guy taking the time to talk to us for 10 minutes and taking pictures, uh, etc. Def, recommend anything Ryan does. Don't tell the internet I'm a nice guy. Don't let the internet know that too much. You'll you'll ruin my my gimmick, I think. I think everyone thinks I'm this mean guy, but I'm not. I'm fairly nice. And Nate Smith, I'm glad to have met you in Dallas. Uh, I feel really dumb, though, for pronouncing your username wrong when it's very clearly Nate Smythe? Nate Smith. I'm guessing it's Nate Smith, even though it's not spelled like how I would normally see Smith. It's got to be Nate Smith. <laughs> Next, we had uh, a review from Angie Greer, also five stars, saying, my go-to wrestling podcast. Love Ryan's personality, and it hits the nail on the head every time. 
Haven't had time to watch the shows lately, and Ryan makes me feel like I haven't missed a thing. Thanks for listening along with me, Angie. I appreciate it very much. And lastly, Vaz526 also left a five-star review saying, definitely a big fan of Ryan. I was a big fan of Ryan's work on the Wrestling Sheet podcast, and I love his work with this new out-of-character show even more. Great format, and Ryan does a wonderful job on every single episode. Very happy to see him being successful in the wrestling industry. He deserves it. Vaz, thank you. I appreciate your support always. Let's, let's, let's get into the Extreme Rules card. Let's break this one down. Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Six-man tag team match. Good old-fashioned Donnie Brook match. So I was, you know, I was, as I was preparing for this, this is actually one of those matches where, to me, it's the most difficult to predict because it really does depend on what happens in the Intercontinental title match on SmackDown tonight. And I've been thinking about what I think is going to happen in that match. And I almost... I almost... It's tough. Because I really do think that Gunther has done a great job as Intercontinental Champion. And if I, if there, if, if I hadn't seen certain things, I, I would definitely be saying that I think Gunther should hold on to the title. However... I do kind of feel like ever since their match at Clash at the Castle, Brawling Brutes have been super over. They've been super over. And I think that with all Sheamus has done during his time in WWE, I do think that he deserves that ultimate Grand Slam status. So because of that, I do think that he is going to win the IC title at some point. But I don't know if you want this program to necessarily end with Sheamus as Intercontinental Champion. I think he's going to have a short run, and then it eventually goes back to Gunther. So if that's the case, I do think because they're super over right now, People are going crazy for Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes when they come out. I do think that you might pull that trigger now. You have Sheamus win on SmackDown for the Intercontinental Championship. Then, at Extreme Rules, we get this good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. And Imperium wins. And because they win the Donnybrook match, it gives Shane, uh, gives uh, Gunther uh, uh, an argument to get another title shot, or to you know get his, get get a title shot against Sheamus to get his title back. And I see him winning it back that way, so that Sheamus gets that ultimate Grand Slam status while while there, in case it doesn't happen again in the future. But also, we get we get Gunther with the title back in the not-too-distant future. Therefore, long story long, <laughs> I think Sheamus wins the IC title on SmackDown, and I think that Imperium will win the good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. But honestly, 
I could definitely see it going the other way too. Like this is one of those ones where I'm not confident in my prediction whatsoever because in the same token, I could very much see Gunther winning again, Brawling Brutes winning the Donnybrook match, then Brawling Brutes breaking up somehow and us getting Pete Dunn again or... Yeah, that's 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 the other thing I could see happening. But I want the I want the more positive outcome for Sheamus. So I'm gonna go with the with the Sheamus winning the IC title, but it's Donnie Brook match going to Imperium. Next, Edge versus Finn Balor with with the Judgment Day. I quit match. So this is another one where I feel like I'm reading a choose your own adventure, and I. And I look at one outcome and it looks like when you chose the outcome in a choose your own adventure where it brings your story to an end. And another one that keeps the story going, right? And I think that we're so designed, we're so, I guess, not design is the wrong word. We're so trained to think a certain way about WWE and just feuding and but specifically WWE to where typically I, I usually the babyface does eventually get their comeuppance usually not always but usually right and I think that to end this judgment day storyline with Edge He's got to win, and they have to go their separate ways. But I also don't know if Edge winning would ha- would, would warrant that. I think that I think that they really want to make Finn Balor into a next level top superstar again. And I think Edge wants that. I think Edge wants to put people over. So in order for that to happen, Edge has to lose to Finn Balor. You can't have Edge beat Finn Balor here. You can't. I mean, the only... <laughs> because if Edge wins, I I think that is the end of the Choose Your Own Adventure. And if Finn Balor wins, it continues. Right? But... I hope it goes a different way. I hope that my mindset is wrong. I think I'm thinking that way because of what I've been designed to think of when it comes to the, you know, how WWE is typically structured and things are changing when it comes to the structure. So maybe Finn Balor does win this one and the feud's over and edge goes away for a little bit and, when he comes back, this time he drops the judgment, his beef with the judgment day, or switches to a different brand, switches to SmackDown, and gets away from the judgment day. I guess I could see that happening. Yeah, you know what? That's I'm talking this out and I'm convincing myself of things. That's what I think is gonna happen. I think Finn Balor forces Edge to quit. I think that that's what I think. I think he forces Edge to quit. And then he's gone for a little bit. And whenever there is a draft, 
he gets drafted back to SmackDown Edge. Or Judgment Day gets drafted to SmackDown. One of the two. I think Edge gets 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 drafted back to SmackDown. And then we see him just completely move on from this with someone else. Maybe another Roman thing that we can see what what Roman and Edge would look like without you know, under a new regime. Um But yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen. I think Finn Balor is gonna win this one. I think he makes Edge quit. We don't see him until post draft, whenever that may be Edge. Uh, and he moves on from the Judgment Day, and we finally bring this to a close. That way, Judgment Day can just focus back on the Rey Mysterio stuff and move on from this Edge thing. I think that the constant feud with Edge is the one thing holding them back from moving into a different stratosphere. I think they need to continue to dominate some of the older legends and show that they are the next level group. And so, yeah, Finn Balor here. I think Finn Balor wins the I Quit match. Next, well, you know what? Actually, before I get to the next match, which is a ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship between Bianca Belair and Bailey, let's first go to a quick commercial break, and then I'll be back with the rest of my predictions on this show. All right, Bianca Belair versus Bailey, ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. I believe I was talking about this in my last roundup, so I don't need to go too in-depth on it. But I do believe... I do believe that this is Bailey's time. Damage control is killing it right now. They're one of the focal points of the show. And I think that... It's, it's Bailey's time to be champion again. She's had this big comeback. She's got all this momentum behind her. She's the leader of a faction. If she wants to solidify her new role as locker room leader, or one of the locker room leaders, I think it's time to put that belt back on her. We all know that Triple H is a huge fan of Bailey's from working with her in NXT and beyond. And I and yeah, I just yeah, I think that this is the time. I think this is time to put the title back on Bailey. Bianca Belair has had a great run with the title. When Becky Lynch comes back, she's gonna have beef with damage control. So yeah, I think I think Bianca Belair, it's not that I don't want her to be champion anymore, because I think she's had a fantastic run. I think she has been so good as champion. But she has accomplished what she needed to accomplish with this reign and getting it back, you know, getting the title back from Becky and such. So as great as she has been as champion, I think when you're having the first ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship, you give it to someone who is all about firsts, especially in this new Triple H era. So my prediction is Bailey winning the Raw Women's Championship. Next up. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Uh, in a strap match. I was going to say for a title, but it's not for a title. <laughs> I'm not used to the world title not being defended on the show, so I was about to say that. But no, it's just Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Well, I say just, but that down that downplays how intense this one's going to be because these are two meaty men who are going to be brutalizing each other with that strap, and I'm pretty pumped for this one. These are two wrestlers I'm a huge, huge fan of, 
And I think that in this environment where they can really brutalize each other, they'll both shine. I think that Karrion Cross, even though NXT, we saw him in title matches, I think he was wrestling a different type of competitor for the most part in NXT. He was wrestling kind of like those that's people with the indie style. And I think Drew McIntyre is someone who has a very similar style to carrying cross of just kind of like a realistic, you know, bruiser kind of based offense. And I want to see this match because I think that they're going to gel very well together, especially when they have the hardcore environment. I think this has been another one that's tough for me to to predict because Drew McIntyre has been on a roll. He is one of the top guys in the company, but I also think that Karrion Cross has potential to also be one of the top guys in the company. I think that Karrion Cross is a star in the making. So because of that, I think that you can use this strap stipulation to make it so Drew McIntyre loses in a way that he doesn't lose too much out of it. Um, you know, he gets brutalized beforehand with the strap and such, but I think Karrion Cross wins here. I think that if he loses to Drew McIntyre here, it will greatly affect how it it greatly affect his potential to be viewed in in quick time as a top talent on SmackDown, because when he's faced with his first big opportunity, first big challenge, if he loses, it'll affect how he's viewed. Kind of like how it was affected how he was viewed initially when he lost uh, before he got released and came back. So, yeah, I think he's gotta win this. He's gotta win this. As much as Drew McIntyre is one of the top guys, I do feel as though Karrion Cross will win this one. And then after, I think that's when we're going to get the White Rabbit reveal. I think that there's been, you know, speculation as to who it's going to be. We've talked about it on here a bunch. I don't need to go too deep into detail about it. But because of the fact that it was initially done. I shouldn't say initially done, but there's been teases done every time. I'm being real dramatic here. There have been teases done while Karrion Cross was on screen. Multiple teases done on screen for the White Rabbit while Karrion Cross was on screen. I think that something happens after the match, whether it's a team up, an invite, something. I don't know, but I think there's going to be some sort of involvement of whoever the White Rabbit is and carrying cross after this match. Now, we got two matches left here. And I am actually wondering which of these two is going to main event the show. Because one's for a world title, and one isn't. But one has a bit more... What's the word I'm looking for? It's got... I don't know. It's got a little more attention because of Daniel Cormier being involved. And that's the fight pit match. Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. And then Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Extreme Rules match for the SmackDown women's title. I think that they will kind of wedge Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan between McIntyre and Cross and Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. I think 
Hmm. And the show with Drew McIntyre and Karen Cross with the white reveal, the white rabbit reveal is happening afterwards because that's going to overshadow everything. Hmm. Which of these do I think main event? I actually think Drew McIntyre versus Karen Cross might main event, depending on how epic this white rabbit reveal is going to be. So I might have already gone over what I think is going to be in the main event. So I'll go with Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey next. I think Ronda Rousey is winning this one. I love Liv. I know she's on the podcast this week. I know she says that she's not feeling like the underdog heading into it. And I don't think that she's as much of an underdog heading into this match. But she has beaten Ronda Rousey twice. I don't know if I see them booking her to beat her again. Ronda Rousey is getting some pretty big responses. She's getting a shift of character. Seems to be aligned in the way she should have been aligned all along. My only thing is I think that Shayna Baszler is kind of like the dark horse here. You know, Ronda told her to go find herself, basically, and where's that killer instinct you used to have? And I think that they don't want to take too much away from the reign that Liv Morgan has had. So because of that, I think that Ronda Rousey wins. But because it's an Extreme Rules match, I think she wins with help from Shayna Baszler. And Shayna Baszler and her become a team, basically. That's what I think is going to happen. I think that Shayna Baszler, we get, we're not, we maybe don't have all four horsewomen in WWE anymore. But we got two of them. And I think that this will lead to Shayna and Ronda Rousey being a pair in WWE. So a force of that nature defeating Liv Morgan. If it takes that much to beat Liv Morgan, she will ultimately look good in the end for it. So with that, I yeah, that's that's kind of how I think it's gonna go. I think Ronda Rousey wins. And she does it with help from Shayna Baszler. We get some horse women action. Lastly, Matt Riddle versus Seth Frickin' Rollins. Fight pit match. Daniel Cormier will serve as a special guest referee. This is another one, man, where it's tough. It's tough. But I'm going to go with what I said on the on the Raw Roundup as well. I think Matt Riddle wins this. I think they want to establish the fight pit as Matt Riddle's match because of his UFC background. So because of that, I think Matt Riddle wins this. I think it's very believable in an MMA-like environment for Seth Rollins to lose to a Matt Riddle. He's already beaten him in other environments. Uh, Seth Rollins has beaten Matt Riddle, and I think it's time, man. This feud's been going long enough. Seth has thrown some intense shots at, at Matt Riddle about his family and stuff. And the, Matt Riddle, I think, has huge babyface potential. And with the things that Rollins has said to him, he has to get his comeuppance on Seth Rollins in this feud at some point. So because of that, I think Matt Riddle wins. And then the next night on Raw... Seth Rollins wins the United States Championship to balance things out. I also, this is just my feeling, but like I said on the Raw Roundup, I do think that 
one of two things could easily happen afterwards. And that's either Daniel Cormier calling out Brock, saying now that he's now that he's made his appearance in WWE, there's only one thing he wants to do in WWE, and that's face off against Brock Lesnar, the man who has eluded him. I like that. I could also, if they want to go full guns out, see Brock Lesnar coming out and confronting Daniel Cormier after the match. But that's only if they want to go super nuclear, super fantasy book status. That's what I would like to see. All right, I'm done here. I have to do so much for my sister's wedding still. I got to pack. I already got my suit, thankfully. (laughs) Um, But I got a lot to do, so... I got to head out, but before I do, make sure that you go uh, subscribe to the, to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. If you're listening to this and you're not subscribed to that YouTube channel, you're missing out on a bunch. There's good stuff in the community tab. There's clips from Raw and SmackDown. There's the video version of Out of Character with me every week. There's clips of that show. There's YouTube shorts, all that jazz, so make sure that you go subscribe the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this, I assume you're already subscribed to this channel, but you heard you heard me at the top. I, I, I give love to those who give love to this show. So please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and I will read it on the show unless you say something I don't like, because then I probably I probably won't I probably won't read that. Also make sure you follow WWE on Fox on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We are all over, so make sure you're following us across all social media. I'll be back on Monday with another Raw Roundup, uh, and I hope you guys enjoy Extreme Rules. Please tweet me because I'm not watching it live, so tweet me if you're excited once the reveal happens. I I will eventually look at them. All right, I'm done officially tapping out for now until next time i'm ryan satin and this has been extreme rules predictions download the all-new fox sports app now 